Well, hey there, beautiful, and welcome to another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Hope you are having an amazing day, and I am so grateful that you are taking the time to hang out with me. And today I'm going to get started with a scripture, and it's Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, there's nothing to fear. So if I asked you the question, what is your biggest fear, or perhaps maybe what is the number one fear that's stopping you from stepping into the highest version of yourself, that warrior that God created you to be and playing a bigger game. What would that fear be? Well, according to research, the number one thing that stops most people from playing a bigger game is the fear of what other people think. And that is a fear that paralyzed me for years. I can remember as far back, probably to about two years old, this was a fear that was ingrained in my brain. And the really sad thing is I didn't even know who they were. So on today's episode, I'm going to be unpacking how the fear of man will stop the call of God for your life dead in its tracks. So grab your Bible, your journal, and your beverage of choice and get ready for some tough love. Let's do this. Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Do you have a big dream, a desire that you're certain God has placed in your heart? Do you see others who are crushing it in their business and their life, yet nothing seems to be working out for you? Do you have a deep desire for God to use your life and your business to impact the kingdom for his glory, yet you can't seem to figure out why you keep doing the things you don't want to do and you don't do the things that you really do want to do? Do you feel like God is nudging you to make a difference with your life, yet you sit and stew in doubt, fear, and unbelief, afraid to take that first step? Feeling that if you just take one more course, read one more book, or attend one more seminar, then you'll be ready? If we haven't met yet, I'm Betsy, daughter of the king, wife, mom, BB, serial entrepreneur, and certified neuroscience life coach. And I get where you are because I was totally there for years, actually. The inner conflict tore me apart and totally wrecked my health. I knew I needed help, but I had no idea where to start. Then God showed me the way. And now my mission in life is helping kingdom women uncover the blocks that are keeping them from their calling, create wild success in their business in every area of their life so they can truly impact the world for God's glory, utilizing a whole lot of tough love, biblical strategies and brain science to help you master your mindset and heal your soul so you can totally squash doubt, fear, procrastination and overwhelm and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you. My friend, it's time to ignite because the world needs you now more than ever to become her so you can do what God's calling you to do. So let's get started. Oh, and make sure you grab your journal because you're going to want to take notes. So Miss Kara has decided to join me in the studio again today. So I am just warning you if you hear heavy breathing or snoring in the background, (laughs) it's her. Fear not, there's nothing to fear, except other people's opinions, right? Well, actually God covers that in Proverbs 29, 25, where he says, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. The dictionary definition of a snare is to catch or trap. So basically fearing other people's opinions traps you. It keeps you locked up, it keeps you small, it keeps you safe. And you will never 
be doing anything great, staying small and safe. It says in Proverbs 28.1, the righteous are bold as a lion. But I can assure you that no matter how righteous you believe you are, you will never be bold as a lion if you care what other people think. Friend, the enemy uses the fear of man as a trap to keep you from stepping into the calling that God has for your life. So the next time you're sitting and stewing, wondering if you should create that post or write that book or start that business or whatever it is that you're endeavoring to do because you're afraid of what they will think, I want you to picture yourself sitting inside of a cage because that's exactly where you are. Inside of a cage that the enemy has erected around you. And the only way that you can get out of that cage, that snare, that trap, is by letting go of the fear of man and stepping into obedience with the Lord and simply doing it afraid. <laughs> and let me ease your mind a little bit. And please, please hear me on this. Their opinion of you is none of your business. Why? Because you have absolutely zero control over it. So why in the world would you be worried about things that you can't control? The only thing that you can control is your thoughts about their opinion. And I can assure you that your thoughts about their opinion right now are 95% of the time going to lead you to actions that you don't want to take or to not taking actions that you do want to take. Typically one of two things is going to happen. You take what they're saying to heart. In other words, you let them in your space. You get mad, you get scared, you freeze. And you do absolutely nothing to move forward with your business. Or you take what they're saying to heart and you try to change who you are by acting a different way, dressing a different way, showing, as a, as showing up as some whacked out version of you that's so far from authentic that you're actually repelling the people that matter. So you got us placed inside of you the exact gifts and talents, all that quirky weirdness that you need to attract the people that you, you, you and only you have been called to impact, whether that's one person or thousands of people. But if you're showing up as some crazy weird version of somebody else that's not even close to being you, you're going to repel all the people, all the lives that you've been called to impact, and you're going to attract a whole lot of drama into your life that you don't need or want. So what would happen if you just decided to show up as yourself? To embrace all of your quirky weirdness. To embrace the extraordinary masterpiece that God created you to be. Because when you show up as yourself, as the best version of you that you can be, not caring what other people think, you will stand out for your tribe to be able to spot you. And those connections will be genuine and they will be real. So friend, please, let the haters hate. Block them and move on because life is way too short to spend on their drama. And remember, like I said before, it's your thoughts about their opinion that you have control over. And you can choose to think whatever you want to think. You can choose to bless and release and understand that they're not your people. And if you allow them in your space, they're going to bring unwanted drama. You have a choice of what you make it mean. But understand this, and this is really important. Their opinion of you has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. And here's something I really want you to ponder. If you are not putting yourself out there enough for people to even have an opinion of you, the enemy automatically wins, case closed. And you, my beautiful friend, stand the chance of dying with the music inside and never fulfilling the call that God has for your life. And that's not okay.
In fact, it's selfish. But when you get to the point that you are okay with other people's opinions and criticisms of you, that's when you are unstoppable and free to get out of the boat and step into the purpose that God created you for and impact the lives that he's called you to impact. So I'm curious right now, are you snared or are you trusting God? And what I mean by that is, have you ever gotten started with something like your business and you're just so freaking excited about it? Like you can't wait to get started. Like you have this big vision and you have it all written down and you know exactly what you're going to do and you have this plan of action and you're ready to just take off and go after it. So you make a post or maybe you do a video or you do some kind of launch or you, you tell your friends about it or you call your mom or your dad or your sister or your brother and they're like, excuse me, what? Are you joking? You're really going to do that? Or the infamous, are you doing one of those? If it happens to be direct sales or network marketing, and boom, you start questioning. What was I thinking? I can't really do that. I'll never be successful at that. Am I stepping on anybody's toes right now? <laughs> so you take that dream and you set it aside or you stuff it up in the attic and you just go back to living your life the way that you were living it before because one person totally blew you out of the water. Here's a little news flash that's probably not going to make you very happy, but it's true. Most people, especially the ones that are the closest to you, don't really want you to succeed. And I'm really sorry, but it's true. Because when you succeed and they're not, it makes their life seem even smaller than it already is and they are threatened by your success. Or if you're fortunate enough to have people that would love to see you succeed, that, that really love you and want you, to be happy and successful, most of them really don't believe that you can because they're basing it on your track record. Basically, they're looking to your past, all the things that you've done before to determine what they believe that your future can be. And even if they act like they're happy about whatever it is that you want to do, they will secretly sabotage you. Like trying to get you to go out with them or go do things with them. When they know that you want to spend time working on your new business, especially if it's something new that you know that you need to put more time into. And then they get upset with you when you don't want to go with them and they make you try, they try to make you feel guilty, right? And eventually you will feel guilty about not spending time with you or time with them. If you allow them to stay in your space, if you continue to listen to them and you'll push your dreams aside and you'll be right back where you were in your small little life with your dream shoved up in the attic. But here's the thing that's very important to understand. If you believe that your worth and value is tied up in someone else's opinion, no matter what you do, you will never be living in your power. And I'm going to say that again. If you believe that your worth and value is tied up in someone else's opinion, no matter what you do, you will never be living in your power because you're giving it away to the first person that comes along with a negative comment. But when you truly understand that your worth and value is derived from who you are and whose you are, and it comes from the inside of you and not anything external whatsoever, then you will never ever be the victim of other people's opinions again. Instead, 
when someone voices a negative opinion about you or what you're doing, you'll have the boldness and the confidence to say, hey, I really appreciate you sharing that with me. You know, I appreciate you. But I've got a really good feeling about this. And I'm going to go for it anyway. I'm going to go for it whether you choose to support me or not. And you'll never allow anyone else's opinion to derail you from your dreams again. But for most of us, changing that belief and understanding our value and getting that boldness and confidence takes time. Time away from Netflix and shopping and social media and all the other distractions of life and time spent in quiet, in solitude, in meditation with the Lord and his word and doing the inner work that's hard and uncomfortable and time consuming. And that's time that a lot of people are unwilling to spend. So they either try to willpower their way into moving forward anyway and get derailed with the first no, or they listen to the naysayers and they quit on their dream. So what's your dream worth to you? And are you willing to give it away to the first negative Nelly that comes along? Or are you willing to grow into the person that you need to be to go after it? And you, my friend, are the only one that can answer that question for you. Well, if you are that person who's looking to step into leadership in your company and create 10K months or more, but you know that you have a whole lot of junk in your trunk, a whole lot of stuff, baggage, old beliefs, old stories that you need to ditch, my one-on-one -on -one coaching program, Train Your Brain Bootcamp, was designed just for you. I teach you how to manage your thoughts, to take your thoughts captive, like it says in 2 Corinthians 10.5, how to manage your emotions, which is critical to your success, because your emotions drive your actions or your inactions if you're not taking any, which cause your results or your lack thereof, and that causes you to stay stuck. I show you how to spend time with the Lord and allow Him to lead you to an understanding of the things that really need to be healed, how to understand the beliefs and the blocks and the um, automations and the stories that are holding you back from God's calling and creating those 10K months in your business and impacting all the lives you've been called to impact. How to refute those beliefs and those automations and those stories once you recognize them. How to erase them and rewire them into beliefs and automations that actually serve you, that work for you instead of working against you. So I'm curious, what would your life look like if you woke up every morning taking the action that you knew you needed to take in the energy that it needed to be taken in? where people were literally flooding into your life all day, every day, because you showed up as the raw, real, vulnerable you with the message that God has for you to speak, to attract the people that you are supposed to attract in the posture that you know who you are and whose you are. How would your life change? What would your life look like? How would things be different for you? What kind of impact could you have? That's the work. And I can assure you, you don't need another book or a course that you don't implement. You need to ditch the baggage and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you because once you change what's going on on the inside, everything, and I mean everything, on the outside will change. But if you don't change what's going on on the inside, nothing, and I mean nothing, on the outside will ever change. So let me ask you, what is that thing, that vision, 
that deep desire that God has placed in your heart? And are you afraid to step into the unknown because of what they might think? I encourage you to take one step today and get out there and do it afraid. Because I promise you, once you do it once, and then you do it again, and then you keep doing it, despite what anyone thinks, you are gonna get to the point where it doesn't bother you anymore. Does that mean you'll never feel that fear again? Absolutely not. But that's when you, as more than a conqueror, rise to the occasion and do it in spite of the fear. And that's when life gets really fun. So catch me in the DMs on Instagram and let me know what it is so that I can pray for you and be cheering you on. And also let me know if this was helpful for you and if there are any topics that you'd like to see me cover here on the podcast. And also, if you are that one that's looking to create those 10K months and you know that you need help, catch me over in the DMs. We can jump on a quick uh, chat and I can tell you how I can help you. Joshua 1.9 says, be strong and courageous. In fact, the first chapter of Joshua says, be strong and courageous four different times. I think maybe God was trying to send us a message, huh? He didn't say you'll never feel fear, but it takes courage to overcome fear and take that first step anyway, or in spite of the fear, believing that he will be with you every step of the way. So I really hope this was helpful for you. The fear of what other people think was a belief that my mother ingrained in my brain from like when I was two. I heard it over and over and over again. And like I said, I honestly didn't even know who they were and why I should care. But what you repeatedly hear, you eventually believe. And the more you hear it, the more you believe it. And it haunted me in stepping into my calling for years until I understood how to erase those old neural pathways, all those beliefs that were running on automation and rewire them with new beliefs that now actually serve me. And you can too, if you're willing to do the work. So I really appreciate you hanging out with me today and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. God bless. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for his glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day and God bless.